What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast. We take financial education, financial literacy, and massive action very seriously. All right, guys, so on today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, good debt versus bad debt. Uh, I actually noted in my last episode that I would do uh, an episode on these topics right here. So I'm going to look to keep it kind of simple, sweet, and to the point. Uh, hit all the key points, you know, uh, get whatever point or philosophies across and uh, keep it pushing. This is just a follow up from the last episode. You know, I definitely feel like it'll be beneficial to a lot of people to understand, uh, you know, good debt versus bad debt. Uh, I've actually been a person myself who uses debt to uh, to make money. And I've also been a person in my lifetime who's had a great deal of bad debt, uh, consumer debts and things of that nature where I've I've dug myself in a hole and had to dig myself right out or climb out, I should say, climb out of that hole and, uh, you know, to become becoming debt free, uh, which I feel is uh, a pretty a pretty stress free way to live. You know, uh, you, you have oftentimes people just drowning in debts and and every time they turn around it's another payment and that's why people don't like paying bills essentially because every time they turn around it's like oh man i got another bill to pay well if you stop taking on debts or you stop getting uh consumer debt you know spending money you don't have uh you won't be uh paying bills every time you turn around right so we're doing good debt versus bad debt so good debt it puts money in your pocket. That's, I mean, you know, that's the only way. That's what makes it good, right? Because uh, debt is debt at the end of the day, and debt's what we what we uh, understand is money owed uh, uh, on any uh, credit products, or it could be even to another person. Someone borrows you money, you're indebted to that person, right? Um, so any money owed, any favors owed, any services owed, you're in debt. So. Good debt puts money in your pocket. Uh, investing using debt is a form of that's 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 good debt right there. You know, uh, loans. Uh, uh, you can use loans to bid to 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 build wealth with them. Um, credit lines of credit, credit cards, things of that nature, right? So you can use auto loans, uh, home loans. Uh, you can use those to grow your business. Um, Use them to grow your inventory. Like if you were to get a regular everyday loan, right? An installment loan uh, of sorts, you could use that. You could uh, buy purchase inventory, uh, or you know, um, buy assets with them. Uh, you know, and and put those assets in place to grow your business, uh, for or to grow you know your side hustle or whatever you have going on. I've heard of things where people would uh, use credit cards, uh, high limit credit cards buy a bunch of iPhones cash and then just flip them, you know, use the money to pay that money back and then just, uh, you know, buy them in bulk, right, at a cheaper price, flip the phones, pay the money back, and then keep the profits. Uh, That's a form of good debt. Uh, People that are in real estate, when they buy these properties uh, and they, you know, they get these mortgages and then they just, you know, uh, add the price uh, for the rental, the rental price to it, and then they... um, you know they get rental income and then the the people that are renting the home are paying down the mortgages for the home owners 
which are the people, which are the real estate investors. Uh, you know, auto loans for the people that use that um that rent cars. Uh, if you have a good enough strategy in place, a good enough business model in place, you can you know get uh, auto loans on your vehicles and rent them out to people. Put them on sites like Turo, hire a car, things of that nature, you know, and and make a pretty penny doing so. Uh, and the people that rent them out would be the ones that are paying the auto loan down, paying for your insurance, paying for your repairs, or anything like that, and you would pocket the rest. Um, businesses. Uh, they take on debt. If you uh, are, you know, in tune with the world of investing, every large company, large and small, mostly all companies have short-term debt or some form of long-term debt in order to grow their business. Apple has debt. Coca-Cola has debt. Uh, McDonald's has debt. Uh, any company that you can think of, they have debt, and they use it to, you know, to, to, to buy supplies with. They use it to, you know what I'm saying, to 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 grow their inventory. They use it to for research and development. They use well, they use the proceeds, the profits for research and development. But sometimes they can take on loans for that as well. Um, and that's the beauty of good debt. You know, uh, I won't for your average individual. I won't classify a mortgage or an auto loan as good or bad debt. But I will say you should get the best terms possible, like as in your monthly payments, your interest rates. You want to buy below market value, okay? Because, I mean, that that's technically consumer debt, but it's like a necessary consumer debt, right? Uh, to where, you know, I mean, you need a home. You know, you have to, you need a home. So it's like you just want to get the best rates, you know, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the best payments, the most ideal monthly payments. Um, buy below market value with your car, with your home, or anything else that you uh that would be a necessity for life that you uh, have to go into debt behind, if that makes sense. Uh, other than that, like I said, good debt would be anything that's putting money in your pocket uh, and, and, and growing your business, uh, growing, you know, any investment opportunities, purchasing assets or uh, things of that nature. And bad debt is, is essentially what your average consumer uses debt for. It takes money from you. You know, those bills that I touched on that people don't want to pay, that's bad debt. You know, that's that, that month in, month out, those debts, those payments that add up, that, that take away from your your overall uh, monthly income, uh, that's going to be bad debt. So consumer debts, uh, buying liabilities, uh, you know, piling up credit card debt. Uh, financing electronics, uh, financing jewelry, you know, other and, and, and other consumer goods. You know, instead of saving your money to, to buy it outright or using cash that you already have on hand, your average consumer would just go out and just, I'll put it on a credit card and I'll just, you know, get it next week. I'll get it next month type of deal. Um, or, or you know, oh, I want a new TV, but I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for it, two thousand dollars for it. So I'm gonna go get it from Best Buy, or a uh, 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 rental center for you know six hundred down. And I'm gonna pay on the rest of it at a twenty percent, thirty percent interest type of deal. And that's that's not the way, uh, because one, like I said, you're. You're overextending yourself. You're taking on more debts just so you can have material things. You're turning that cash into trash. And then not only are you doing that, but you're paying more money in the long run. That's what interest is. 
they charge you interest every month. That's how the companies make their money. Okay. That buy now, pay later mentality, uh, taking on more and more bills and spending more money monthly. That's how, that's how these companies make money. That's why you can get a credit card, uh, max it out at, at uh, $5,000. You got it maxed out cause you couldn't keep your hands because uh, it was burning a hole in your pocket. You couldn't keep your hands off of it. You couldn't stop from swiping it. So now you got a $5,000. You're in debt $5,000 at uh, 29% interest. And you wonder why you can't climb out of the hole because you're making the minimum payments. But every time you look up, it's more and more debt getting added to the car because of interest. Some In some cases, you'll pay the equal amount that you're borrowing in interest. Let's say you got a $5,000 car. You're making the minimum payments of fifty bucks a month, uh, and and you're paying thirty percent interest on it. It'll take you five years to pay that off, and in five years you've paid five thousand dollars in interest. You've you've repaid ten thousand dollars on a borrowed five thousand dollars. That's that's not how you. That's not uh, the proper financial sophistication, right there. Like you're at that point, you're uh, you're you're. You're hustling backwards at that point. You know what I'm saying? You're living backwards. You're not helping yourself. You're hurting yourself in the long run by living like that. And like I said, you're taking on more debt. You're taking on more bills. You're you're spending you're spending more money every month because you feel the need to to have things at the here and now instead of having practicing good financial habits, saving up for these consumer items or you know, using the cash on hand for these consumer items was just, I mean, I would say not having them at all because at the end of the day, you don't need these things that you're spending your money on. You want them. So since you want them, you're, uh, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're not doing your financial health any favors by overextending yourself on a month to month basis on that consumer debt. Um, I feel like debt should be taken on responsibly. And, and if you can help it use to build wealth, like I said at first, purchasing assets, uh, uh, using the profits that you make from those assets that you purchased, or when you grow your inventory, you know you're using the profits from that from the from the assets to to pay back the debt. You're not you're not actually spending any any actual um, actual out of pocket money. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not. It's no actual out-of-pocket expenses, so you realize an infinite return. You know, um, basically, and I actually explained this in my in one of my previous uh, episodes. When you, if you use debt to build wealth, basically what happens is, let's say you borrow, you get ten thousand dollar loan, you buy inventory for your uh, for your company that you just started. Okay, you use the let's say you sell your inventory, you got a pretty steady flow of customers, pretty. Uh, you know, you, you got a pretty steady uh, uh, dollar in cash flow that you get every month. And let's say you have to pay back that uh, that that loan uh, 200 bucks a month. Well, let's say you make four hundred dollars a month on the assets that you purchase. Well, in that case, what ends up happening is out of that four hundred dollars, you use two hundred of that to pay back the loan that you took out to grow your business to buy the assets and then the other two hundred dollars would be cash flow that would be yours that would be profits but guess what happens at this point you haven't put any actual of your own money into the game okay you you have no skin in the game you used all leverage and at this point 
you're making money on it and you're also paying them back with their own money which is beautiful okay and uh speaking of infinite returns infinite returns are achieved when you no longer have any money in a deal but you're still receiving the benefits of cash flow and other returns right so let's say you use a hundred percent debt uh, you know to 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 grow your business to buy inventory okay well after the, that debt the, the 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 loan on that debt is paid off guess what you still have you still have the ability one you have made money on that debt and you still have the ability to 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 purchase more inventory to to grow your inventory you have you you've at that point you know grown your your business or for the people in real estate you use debt to buy the real estate uh but you get paid every month you cash flow every month until for the duration you know for the lifetime that you you own that property right and uh at that point since you didn't put any money any actual money into it or you put very you know you put very little of your own money into it you get a since you use that debt to buy that asset you get a, you end up realizing an infinite return on it because you're still getting paid monthly for that deal monthly daily whatever have you on that asset that you didn't come out of pocket on if that makes sense and that's truly beautiful when it comes to investing is the fact that you can not put a penny in on a project make money every month you know after you've paid back whatever money you borrow you still you're going to be getting paid while you're paying back the money that you borrowed and then guess what when you get through paying off that money getting paid off that debt now you're making even more money because you get to keep all the proceeds that's beautiful and that's what what people need to get on board with or get hip to you know what i'm saying um Speaking of cash flow, for the people that didn't know, uh, cash flow is is basically cash generated from the sale and purchase of investments. Okay, so after expenses are paid, uh, you know you take the the take home profits or the gains are what is considered the cash flow. So the gains or the profits, you know what I'm saying? After you uh, deduct the liabilities from from the total amount of money that you had coming in, that's going to be the cash flow. So you had, let's say, you have someone in real estate. Let's say they have a home that they pay a $600 mortgage on. Let's say they have to do 100 in repairs every month. And then let's say they have a, uh, let's say, I don't know, they, they pay taxes on it, $100 in taxes. That's 800 bucks a month, right? Let's say they rent it out to a tenant for $1,400 a month. Okay, they their out-of-pocket costs are going to be $800, but that's before, I mean, well, that's after, so after, they get the $1,400 from the tenant, they're left over with $600, okay? That's what they cash flow. That's their that's their profits after they paid all of their bills. That's the gains that they realized after they paid everything off. They have a, 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 a cash flow of $600. Now, if they're smart, they're going to put 
X amount of dollars up and they're not just going to blow the whole 600 because if something comes up, repairs need to be done, you know, anything happens uh, as the uh, homeowner, you're responsible for it. So you want to have that little nest egg put up, you know, and you want to, of course, put money to the side for, let's say you want to get, you want to uh, get, uh, invest money into other assets or into other real estate. You know, you save up the money, save up that cash flow. Now you don't have to now the money that you work for or let's say if you're not even working now you don't have to do anything extra you keep letting that money pile up and cash it on out and and purchase other investments that'd be just you know wise investment strategies why why would you take money you know uh, unless you're using leverage that'd be a good way to do it too but why would you you know take your working income or whatever you do and and put that towards something where you can take the proceeds from your passive income from the money that you do absolutely nothing to get on the month to month basis. You can let that pile up and let that asset buy you what you want. You can let that asset buy your liabilities and you can let it buy you more assets. That's a beautiful way to look at it. That's a beautiful way to live. And that's how you should take that's how you should use debt to your advantage. OK, so um that's what we have on good debt versus bad debt. I hope that you took something good from it. Uh, and, and I want you to take it a step further. You know, I'm going to give you a book or a couple of book recommendations. Hopefully you take it a step further. I want you to read Infinite Returns, uh, Money for Nothing by Robert Kiyosaki, and also read The Value of Debt and Building Wealth by Thomas Anderson. Uh, both of those are phenom- uh, phenomenal books that will give you uh, more insights and give you, you know, better understanding on uh, some of the things we discussed, man. And you know how I do it, man. I just want you to go take that extra step go go continuously develop yourself continuous continuously raise your your conscious awareness you know what i'm saying so you can continue to grow as a person grow as an investor grow as you know just grow in life right that's what it's all about so take this information and go put some massive action into what you just received because knowledge without execution you know knowledge without action is 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 just information knowledge is in power uh uh knowledge applied is power uh you know execution trumps knowledge every day of the week so until next time go take some massive action go read some books go grow and go build some wealth this is the cash flow president you've been rocking with the cash flow president podcast peace